What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the BAM Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Petter. And I'm your host, Max Van Drun. And we're going to check in for the second time on the NBA playoffs. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the BAM Sports Podcast. We are here at the luxurious BAM Sports Studios, and we are in the second round of the playoffs. Yes, sir, we are. I love the yes, playoffs. Sir. I still love the playoffs. I'm not worried. Starting to get a little chippy now. Starting I'm not worried. Later. I'm not worried. I'm not either. I'm not worried. I'm not either. I'm um, not sure what we got. So, I'll, I'll let you have the floor to begin this. Dallas... Wins both games in Dallas to tie the series up 2-2 against the number one seed Phoenix Suns. Chris Paul, back-to-back terrible games. He mm-hmm. had more fouls than points in game four. And then had more turnovers and points in game three. Okay, how are we feeling? Talk, feeling talk to me about, as, a, as the right. Mavs fan, how do we feel? So, here's the, here's the thing with this series, right? Going into the series... Phoenix was, I think, 11-0 in the last 11 games that the Mavs have played against Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And so going into this, I was thinking, like, okay, this could be a long series for Dallas Mavs fans. And after those first two games, I thought it was. I thought thought it was going to be sweep, whatever. Uh, It's going to be a quick series like that. But looking looking back at it now... Props to Jason Kidd. I'm giving props to Jason Kidd. Um, yeah, Jason Kidd all of a sudden is a good coach because... The way he can adjust. He adjusts. He has a good defensive scheme. His, so, from what I remember of the Milwaukee Bucks Jason Kidd, the Brooklyn Nets Jason Kidd, is that he didn't really... Like, the players, you know... I mean, they respect him because it's Jason Kidd. Yeah. But... It just as a coach, it's just not there. I but all of a sudden, he's great. It's, like, it's kind of like his first two years, his first two uh, uh, jobs with Milwaukee and Brooklyn. It was kind of like you know you're in high school and you got that young coach as your teacher. Nobody respects it. Nobody respects them. Yeah, like they're just gonna go out there and play their own game without without yeah. worrying about what coach has to say. Plus, he really didn't have anybody to go off. Of. Like he didn't really have that one player. No, right. but I think it was him. young Giannis, young mm-hmm. Giannis, and it was old uh, Pierce Garnett, Pierce Garnett, all those guys, and so he didn't really have anything to work with. Those those teams were already bad without him. But being the head assistant for the Lakers for a couple of years, that definitely seems to have helped. Because think about that bubble Lakers championship yeah. team. What were they known for? Defense and having LeBron. Exactly. But, like we're seeing, we've seen the transition between the bubble season and the two seasons after. Caruso, uh, Caldwell Pope, their their perimeter defenders left and or got traded. Nobody. Now they have nobody, right. and they get blown out. But now, now that Dallas, Dallas has some of those guys that are pretty da- daggum good at. De, de, uh, at a sorry defense, uh, like you got Dorian Finney-Smith, who, yeah. who gives you that long body, who's good at the perimeter defense. 
kind of like a Mikel, Mikel Bridges role. A little bit better shooter than Mikel Bridges. Not as good as a defender, but there, he, yeah. he brings more offense. He's just one of the, He's just a guy like that. Yeah. And then you've got Reggie Bullock who can switch on to Devin Booker and uh, Chris Paul. And then those in the in game three and game four, he start he, he decides to start playing Frank Nilakina more with his defense. And I saw a stat in game three. It was Devin Booker while guarded by Frank Nilakina. It was one he was one of eight from the field. With like two, two or two to four points because of free throws. That's interesting. Yeah. And so, I think playing Frank Nilakina has also helped, and it's given some of the guys some rest as well. We can go a little bit deeper into our bench with Frank. And but looking back at the series, looking at the start, that first game was absolutely horrendous. Phoenix shot like sixty percent from the field. It was just an unbelievable. It was just a tough defensive game for Dallas. I think Phoenix scored like one thirty. Or something in both game one and game two. Yeah, and my my thing is, think about the other guys. You know, Chris Paul. If he gets in foul trouble, who's going in for him? Campaign, Landry Shamit, and then Devin Booker also is, can facilitate. Campaign. I think I saw he's shooting thirty percent from the field and eight percent from three in this series so far. Yeah. Um, you can't win like that. Um, that's just a fact when your backup guard that's backing up a 36 or 37-year-old point guard. It's just not... That's not winning basketball. Do I think this series will go to seven? Madison six. I, I okay. I don't necessarily think it's gonna go in the six. I think this is. I think we have potential for three seven game series. Yeah, but looking back at game one, you got Dallas didn't really didn't have a chance. Phoenix came out the gates, strapping it and just going crazy shooting wise. Game two happens. Chris Paul. Chris has Paul. Has- yeah. One of the signature moments, signature games of his entire career that probably will never be topped. I mean... No, no shot. To and not miss in a playoff game is... That's, that's kind of big time. And it's not like he went like two for two. It was like 14 for 14. But With, here, here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing. Yes, he had a great game too. First two games in Phoenix. Cool. Come back to Dallas. Chris Paul has two of the worst games he's ever played in his playoff career. I have never in my life seen Chris Paul play this bad from these last two games. This bad in the playoffs. I he had five or no, he had four fouls, four or five fouls in the first half. In he game four. F- it was four in the first half. Yeah, and he four played in like, game four. He played like two minutes in the third. Played two minutes in the third, got his fifth. Mm-hmm. Doesn't come in until uh, early on in the fourth quarter. Plays like one minute, gets his f- sixth foul. He's out the game. Yeah. As for me, it's like, okay, you got three fouls. He puts he puts you in the game for like the last minute in the second half, or in the first half. Yeah. Puts you in the last minute. We think Chris Paul. We think of Chris Paul as a great basketball mind. How could you be so stupid and get a ticky tacky foul 
going in for your own rebound. I don't understand what was going through his head. Um, I can't. I can say that some of the fouls. I could say some of them were ticky tacky. I could say two of his six fouls in game four were kind or were, were kind of BS soft fouls. But think about it. He knew he fouled him every time. He didn't. He didn't respond like, oh, 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 review that, review that. No, he he shrugged his shoulders and was like, all right, let's go on to the next play. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't. Re- he he didn't have a good reaction to where like, oh no, he knew he like he knew he fouled him. Yeah. He knew he fouled him. And well, he, I he think he. Saw it. I think he just knew from like that. After getting those fouls quick, he realized like how the refs are going to call the game, and so any slight contact is going to get called. It's it just blows my mind. It's rough. I It blows my mind how you how you're such a smart basketball mind and you go out there and you just slack off and get six fouls just like that. Like you got to play smart. You can't play as aggressive. Mm-hmm. You got to play smart. You have to. And yeah. that was in game 4. And in game 3, my guy couldn't hit the side of a barn. Yeah. And he kept turning the ball over. Yeah, it's interesting. It's uh, if, crazy. If Dallas brings the same defensive intensity into Phoenix, which I'm going to be honest, is highly unlikely. They've done it for two straight games. It, it's different when they are in Phoenix. It, Phoenix is one of the best home... Still, home court advantage matters. And now saying that Dallas has to at least win one game in Phoenix is... Going to be very hard. Yeah. Uh, All we gotta do is protect home court till game seven. Yeah. If there is a game seven, you gotta steal. You got. You gotta. The only way you win the series is if you win in Phoenix. Here's the it's thing. The only way. Here's the thing. Game five in any NBA series is the most important game. It is all. It has always been the most important game. If you win game five, there's then you got all the momentum going into the next couple games, no. and. There is a stat that is game like out of game five, whoever wins game five, eighty percent of the time, around roughly eighty percent of the time, they move on to the next round or they win the series. Yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. That's on that's gonna be tonight, um, May tenth, the night game. I, I hate I hate to say it, I still think Phoenix I think Phoenix is gonna win in seven. I think it's just going to be Phoenix is going to win both games in Phoenix. Yeah, I mean... I, I think this is going... This is great for Dallas. Dallas winning the first round series is just great for them as momentum going into the next season. Season not over yet, though. Yeah. Just saying. But yeah. one, thing, one thing that I think the Mavs took to heart is in Game 1 and in Game 2 in Phoenix, you yeah. had their whole... Fan section, everybody in the fans, everybody in the stands, yelling "Suns in four. And I think the Mavs took that personally. Uh, yeah. Shout out MJ Bean. <laughs> but I think the Mavs took that personally. And now, now we're saying Mavs in six. So we'll see how Phoenix responds uh, tonight at nine o'clock. Uh, we'll see how they respond. It's gonna be a good game. It's gonna be no way Chris Paul. Is gonna be that bad again? Like let's, you, like you have to just know that. For Phoenix' sake, let's hope not. No, you just know. We've watched enough basketball. If oh. you're great, LeBron has never had that, and we can go down a tier to Chris Paul. It's like 
And the playoffs, so they don't have three straight bad games. Chris Paul has never performed performed well in the playoffs, though. I can make I can find the excuse. I am pro Chris Paul. I'm I'm not. Well, I I'm just I'm just saying, Chris. There's major reasons out of Chris Paul's control for why he hasn't succeeded in the playoffs. But it's whatever. Speaking of successful in the playoffs, the Golden State Warriors are back. And they are back. I love it. I love it. The NBA is in the right place when Golden State's playing good basketball. I've been wa- I've watched every game of this series. I have one question: Jordan Poole or Clay Thompson? For Splash Bro, or just second best player? Second best player. This year it's Jordan Poole. This year it's Jordan Poole. He, I he can do more. Clay Thompson's being attacked on defense. Just imagine, okay, think about like 2017, and I said Clay Thompson's getting attacked in the playoffs on defense. Because he doesn't have that edge. Anymore. Does that make any sense to you? It because it doesn't to me. Clay Thompson is the was pre-injury the perimeter defender, three and D guy. Yeah, three and D Hall of Fame, everything. But now he's getting attacked by Dylan Brooks and Jaw. And Desmond Bain. I'm just. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens in the offseason. I'm not sure if Clay Thompson's happy, but Golden State up three one. Draymond is a wizard on defense yes, and is. as a playmaker in the low post. Like, like we said in the like we said in the earlier podcast uh, for round one, uh, Draymond is that glue. He just does everything. He's the X-Factor for the Warriors. He is. When he plays well, they will dominate. And if he yeah. doesn't, it'll be a struggle. And Game 4 was game four was wild because everybody sucked shooting. Like, it was yeah. so bad. And then Clay, and then Chris, or, oh my gosh, saying too many names. Uh, Steph Curry just took over the fourth quarter, and yeah. it was over. Warriors didn't get a lead till 45 seconds left of the game in Game 4. Uh, Jaw is dead. As of a couple minutes ago, Jaw is doubtful for the remainder of the playoffs with a bone bruise in his right knee. So there goes Memphis's chance. Uh, yeah, War- Golden State. They're, 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 just go ahead and give them the Western Conference. Just go ahead and give them that. Well. Or not, not the Western Conference. Not the West. Yeah, give them, yeah, they're going to the Conference Finals. Because they're gonna probably, even though they're going to Memphis for Game Five, I just don't see them. I don't yeah. see Memphis actually. Winning. I think you're over over hyping the home field advantage or the home court advantage. It's for certain teams. Yeah. Phoenix, wild. Miami, wild. Dallas, wild. Boston. Golden State is important just because it's with Curry, Clay, yeah. and Draymond. Memphis is still young and it's small market. It just seems like it's a party. You know, they're just happy to be there. But Memphis isn't, they're just not ready. They're just no, not ready. Not at all. I say they're about two years away. Yeah, give or take. Give or take. A year or two away from me actually thinking they are legit. And so we'll see. I also think. Just slightly overrated, just with I think so. how we like. I would, I'm yeah. Just let Jaw not drive to the basket every time. Let him take jump shots because that's his weakness, and that's what they kind of been doing. 
I mean, he ha- they barely won, and he scored 47. Yeah. So, Warriors in five, I think, just makes the That's, most. It just makes the most sense. It's the easiest. It's the easiest series. It's the easiest series in the playoffs right now yeah. to predict. I mean, especially with Golden State up three one. Yeah. I don't think Golden State's gonna blow another three one lead, especially to the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's anywhere near possible. No. But uh, let's transition over to uh, the East and uh, the number one seed, number four seed, Miami and Philadelphia. Max, the floor is yours. I mean, it's. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Um, it's kind of the same thing for Phoenix. Beat us in Miami, then I'll actually be worried. Joel Embiid's just the way we're playing defense around stopping Joel Embiid is weird. I also don't think we're going to have the worst shooting performance from three in a two game span ever again. The fact that we were like shooting in the like teens percent wise from three doesn't make any sense duncan robinson has played one minute in games one or played one minute in games one two and three i mean the only thing i can think of is why he's only played one minute is the defensive liability if you play him with tyler hero duncan robinson tyler hero is just we don't care about defense I'm not worried. Kyle Lowry's not playing in Game 5. I think our vets are just going to be solid. Um, Bam needs to get his act together on the defensive end. Because he can stop Joel Embiid. He's done it in the past. I've watched him do it. It's just... I don't know. James Harden's not... There's so many things I could say about this series that is just... BS. Okay. It's Danny Green shoots five threes, I think, in game three. Makes five threes. Tobias Harris looks like an all-star. Tobias Harris, he's... I think right now he's close to an MVP of the series. I mean... Tobias Harris has been going off. Especially that game without Joel, even though I think they lost it. They, I mean, yeah. We beat him by double digits in game two. He still played phenomenal. My thing is Miami's keeping it close, and we're like in games three and four. We didn't get blown out, like we lost, but we're keeping it close, having god awful shooting numbers. Kyle Lowry is a liability out there, as of right now, and that hurts me to say. He's hurt right now, isn't he? He's hurt. He's not playing in game five. He's limping. I would rather have Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler. Gabe Vincent, Victor yeah. Victor Oladipo, who I've kind of faded. I was really excited when he came and played in the Miami Atlanta series. I'm kind of faded off because they Philly was begging him to shoot jump shots, and I don't. I'm not a big fan of that defensive scheme. To just have one person just shoot like you want them to shoot. Heat are gonna win the series. This probably will go to seven. It depends on our injury luck. Jimmy Butler had 42 points. And like a signature Jimmy Butler game. 
Like, one of the best games I've ever seen. Playoff Jimmy's back. Bubble Jimmy is back. And I'm I'm all I'm all here for it. One game. I'm not worried. Really say that. One game can't really say that. This whole thing. He's been healthy this whole playoff so far. Yeah, but and Bubble, he is Bubble Jimmy was different. He's, Bubble Jimmy was different. You can't compare that. I'm just saying, I'm not worried. Heat in seven or six. Um, I don't really. Yeah, Joel Embiid's good. I don't know why everybody thought Joel Embiid was going to miss the whole series. He's he's built different. That's what he, he got he snubbed. Ain't no ben Simmons. He got snubbed for the MVP for a reason. Like facts. And sure, now, man, man. now he wants to prove everybody wrong. And my last thing, my last thing about the series, because I don't want to go on for another twenty minutes. We should have expected he was gonna. They were gonna win. He had a mask on. <laughs> Think about all Ed. the heroic moments players have had with masks. Braun, Westbrook, Kobe. Kobe. Like I, it was. It was to be expected. I. Heat and six. We're good. We're chilling. Game five tonight at six thirty. I'll be watching it. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun series. It's a fun series. Dude, the one four, the one four matchups are just they're fun. They're fun. Yeah, I mean, we, there's just so much talent in the league today, which makes this more fun. It's, it makes it's it like more... literally the same. It's kind of the same scenario, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, Phoenix goes up two zero. Miami goes up two zero. Playing at home. Yeah. Switch over to Dallas and Philadelphia. Now it's tied two two. It's like man, who is. Is the home team gonna win every single game in the in in this series? Like, yeah, is this, this home court it's home court advantage really matter that much? Well, we're gonna find out here soon. Yeah, within the next few next few days, because I mean, if that's the case, then both games are gonna go to seven. It's gonna be intense. It's gonna mm-hmm. get chippy. It's gonna get physical. Mm-hmm. Like. James Harden's fat. He's not going to score 16 points in the fourth quarter again. Don't, don't get me started on James Harden. Uh, James Harden's a bum. James Harden was a nobody in the first two games. Um, agreed. Uh, Danny Green's going to go ice cold again. Like, think about it. When James Harden, we're is good. A, we're good. James Harden is the number one option this year. This year? Not bad. Not not good. Not, not good. good at all. No. He's a nobody. He's yeah. he's a freaking Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson's better than him as a number one option this year. Is James Harden going to get the max... No, if a team gives him the max, bro. I'm you know, okay. Let's be okay. If any does team gives Philly, him the max. he's going to get the max. Does Philly give him the max? And as, or do they give him a five-year max? He's thirty-two right as now. As a two, or as a as a two option, number two option. Would you give this version of James Harden? Let's go. This version of James Harden, game, I would not give him game max. four. James Harden, where he scored sixteen points in the fourth quarter. Would you give him a five-year max? No, because he's he's inconsistent. Okay, I I mean I agree. I don't think I don't he think I, I I would he's not worth it. He's going to get a max. I've already like. And if you give him accepted. that five-year max, if he's doing this at thirty-two years old, what do you think he's going to be doing at thirty-seven? Yeah, no, I. He's he shouldn't get the five-year max. He's going to get just the regular max. Yeah. If at bare minimum, no way he pay he accepts anything less. Mm-hmm. Um, my. F- yeah, I know I'm a Heat fan, but it, that, the Heat Sixer series is not my favorite series. It's the one series that we haven't talked about yet in the second round. That's why I kind of wanted to go West and East. The Bucks Boston series is such the, a good series. Is a instant classic. Hey, hold on, Bucks and Celtics new rivalry. I think so. Just saying. 
And shout I, out. Let, let me give a shout out real quick. Shout out to Al freaking Horford. 30 points at what? 30. He's 36. Let's see. What, How old is he? He's old. He's like 36. Let's double shout out this. Al Horford. 36 year old, years old. Gets destroyed by Giannis. Gets dunked on by Giannis. At next 35. Yeah, 35 years old. Gets dunked on by Giannis. Looks at him and is like, all right, bet. All right, bet. We're we playing this game. Goes out and scores like 15 more points. And, and late in the fourth, whatever. Yeah. Ends up getting 30 points. Ends up dunking on Giannis again. Boston Shout sc- out Al Horford. Boston man. scored 43 points in that fourth quarter of game four to get that win. Big time shout out. I, Big time. Winner of the series wins the finals. Does that seem ridiculous? It doesn't seem ridiculous, but I don't think it's going to happen. Winner of the series wins the East, I honestly think. Maybe, yeah. Because I'm it thinking, depends on who play who they play in the West. Because I'm I'm just well, they're gonna make it to the finals. One of these two teams will make it to the finals. Yeah. Because I'm thinking Philly, Boston's gonna destroy Philly. And Giannis is the Embiid is Embiid's kryptonite. The Heat aren't help like without Kyle Lowry, they have they legitimately have no chance. The the winner of this game wins the wins the East. I can see that happening. And game five tomorrow in Boston is going to be so huge because if Boston loses this series, is it this is the season a failure? No. If they lose the next, let's say if they lose the next two games and they lose in six, is it a failure? No. Because just think about the expectations we've had for the Tatum and Brown duo. They've been around for what six, seven years now, and or four, five, five, four, five, five, five years. Let's four, see. Five. Yeah, I'm kind of. You would expect more. Yes, they've made two Eastern Conference Finals. They've done that. How I'm just thinking. You expect more from Tatum. Tatum's out scoring twenty three points per game in this series. I would kind. I just kind of expect more. Giannis is the best player in basketball. He's yeah. He's the he, most. He's the best he's, player in basketball. There's in this no moment. one. Like, there's no one close. Yeah, Jokic won MVP and, and Embiid was second in MVP, but Giannis just and it, it's it's like he's not even like. Like really like that talented at basketball, yeah. but he has the talent and he also works hard. Now that's what makes him the best player. He works hard every single every single play. He's on the ground every single play. I haven't seen like do people hate Giannis? I don't think people no. hate Giannis. That's what makes nobody him... nobody hates Giannis. He's a he, he's a cool dude, good attitude, always he's working happy. hard. <laughs> I mean, like, like... he's always happy. He's 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 laughing. He's smiling. Like he's a funny dude. He all loves basketball. Stuff. That's that's you all. Just, you just you just notice and right just away. to see his progress from what he was his rookie year. The body transformation is just unbelievable. The skill set transformation. I mean, he's still he's now bad from free throw again, about fifty. Yeah, like four percent, I think it was. Um. Yeah, I think winner of the series wins the finals. Or wins the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. And I really hope it's Boston. I do too. I'm, I'm really rooting for Boston. I mean, these these two teams get can't get any closer. 
to each other. And I, 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 here's one I love this series. Robert Williams is going to be a struggle. Robert Williams, with his injuries, is going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough from here on out if he doesn't play. I mean, I, I think if... Because now Horford's got to not... He can't keep his pace like that. That's, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's going to slow down. He had that one career game, career game in game four. But I, I just think this series goes to seven. I think Boston finds a way to win because Chris Middleton not playing. Drew Holiday it's, it's, shooting 92 shots it's in, game, Chris first, Middleton, man. in the first four games is way too much. And Chris Milton is the is a Celtic killer. Yeah. Just think about all the moments. I can I remember like a game one buzzer beater in Boston for a win. It's just there's no way. Milwaukee needs Chris Milton and he's not coming back for this series, so Boston in seven. I can see Boston in seven. We could have three game sevens in the second round. Yeah. I'm all for, I'm here for it. I'm I, here I, for I it. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Like, no game sevens in the first round. We could have three game sevens in the second round. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. These playoffs, man, I've, I've really enjoyed these playoffs. Way better than the past few years where it's been, oh, LeBron's super team. Oh, oh, Kevin Durant's super team. Oh, this super team. Now it's, it's this is what we mean by it's literally anybody's game. That's why we established in the last episode that big threes are dead. It's team basketball and dynamic duos exactly and so yeah i have i have boston in seven you have boston in seven yeah i, I have, have boston in seven i okay so i have sons in seven you have Mavs in six okay warriors in five warriors five that's no brainer heat in seven give me heat in seven boston in seven boston in seven yeah that's what we're going with so we got phoenix or not phoenix i have dallas and golden state and Miami and Boston, and then I'm gonna have, of course. I mean, I got, I gotta keep put, keep up, keep, keep putting my Mavs up there, man. Of course. I'm gonna go Mavs in six or seven, and then I'm gonna go Boston in six, and then Mavs in six or seven, winning the, winning the finals. Hopefully, hopefully. Okay. Just yeah. Just saying, just saying. Big MFFL over here, but. I think it's gonna be Boston, Phoenix finals. Boston wins. I think Boston deserves to win the NBA Finals. You know what I can also see happening, though? Yeah. Golden State winning and Steph Curry getting his first ever Finals MVP. He doesn't deserve it. He's a bum. Facts. No, because it's going to be Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole is the, is the main guy for the Warriors. No, Jordan Poole is the best shooter on the team, and he's going to represent the Michigan Wolverines and win the Finals what MVP. About, what, what about Trey Burke? You know, Trey Burke is, is, you know, an honorable mention. Um, but I'm just going to be more happy for Tim Hardaway Jr. to get a ring. If but he's not if, doing nothing. No, but it doesn't matter. He has the ring, though. What, what Michigan players have rings right now? Oh, don't put me on the spot like that. I can't even think. I'm just trying to... I just know the Fab Five went 0 for 5. And all I know is Pat Connaughton might no. be the first one. No, Jawan. Jawan Howard, yeah. Jawan Pat Howard has a ring. Let's go. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're going to take a quick break, and we got one more thing to talk about.
So, Blake and I attended a seven-on-seven football tournament. We attended the Hero seven-on-seven football tournament the weekend of April 30th and May 1st. Shout out Lionhearted. Shout out Lionhearted, Coach T, all those guys. Uh, I enjoy watching seven-on-seven football. Oh, I do too. It gives you that, gives you that like, like, I don't know how to explain it, but it just gives you a nice like vibe. It's like it's, it's yeah fun. it's it's, a, it's, a fun vibe. it's competitive outdoor football. No, it is. Uh, like backyard football style, you know. Um, day one, you know, it was a pretty long day. Day one, yes. was, it was a long it day. Was. We watched three games, and then afterwards, um, Sunday came, and I gotta say, Sunday was super eventful. Sunday was very interesting to say the least. Um, so. I was there in the morning. Blake came in the afternoon. I'll explain. You know, the morning, it was not too bad. You know, it was nice outside. It was noticeably getting hotter over the weekend. Um, Lionheart, unfortunately, lost their first game. And so they got eliminated. Um, They'll be competing next weekend, though, so it's not too bad. Um, And then, you know, I noticed that there was a lot of competitive games out. Uh, There Several teams where it came to like the final seconds, the final drive, key turnovers, um, a whole bunch of stuff. But then we we witnessed a brawl, a full on fist fight. It a full on fist fight between the fans, the players, the coaches, the parents. Like it uh, was, it was one of the most wild things I have ever seen. Because you know when you're watching these fight videos, like. All that stuff. It's like, oh man! Imagine, like, what would you do when you're if you're there in that situation? We got to witness that. That the video of it went viral. I won't post it, but you know, like, it's you've probably have seen it. You know, you can text me personally, and I'll show it to you. Yeah. Um, it was just a wild exchange. Um, so I'll explain how the setup was. So you got a football field. You know, hundred yards. About from the 45 to the 45 is dead space where the refs set up a tent and relax, whatnot. It's it's like the out of bounds, sideline type thing. And so we, Blake and I, were there in the dead zone. In the dead zone, watching two different games at the same time. Yeah. Uh, the game we were watching was intense with one team that is you know they kind of cheated in an earlier game. I won't get I I could get into all of that, but I won't. And then the other game behind us was a blowout. And so we're like, okay, we're going to go back to where all the guys are. Yeah. And so we walk to the sideline and walk up to on the sideline of the blowout. And all I see, I'm not sure if you saw this, all I see is someone fall to the ground and then screaming and what felt like 50 people just swarming. Screaming, whistles being blown, yelling, uh kids throwing hands like there were there were players trying to throw hands with moms and, and security just, guards security guards and there ended up being like four cop cars and uh, an ambulance and a fire truck that pulled up afterwards plus like the 10 or 12 security guards that are yeah, on exactly. site um it was just an absolute wild experience uh, you know, never been, ne- never seen anything like that in my life in person. No, and never. I mean, I really feel bad for the kid. I'm trying to figure out what happened to the kid because, because what happened was he caught a one-handed catch, 
tapped the defender on the head, saying you're too small. That's not that's a red flag, all and on the, its own. The the defender comes up right behind him, clocks him right in the back of the head, knocks him out cold. Oh, I mean like cold, like punch, knocked out, hard fall on the ground, wasn't moving, super scary stuff. And so seeing seeing, I've just never. I, first of all, I've never seen someone knocked out like that. No, and like that's not like in a boxing ring or in a UFC. Yeah, exactly. Just cold. And it was just a wild experience. You know, it kind of had a downer for the whole rest of the day, which is disappointing. Yeah. You know, I feel I feel bad for those we guys. We left, like, soon after that. Yeah, you know, because, you know, now they're the police are taking testimonies or official statements from, from the parents that caught video of it. I mean, I got to see it in HD. Hmm. Rough so soon after. I mean, there's cameras everywhere. We're in South Lake, Texas, and if you know anything about South Lake, Texas, it's not like you're. It's it's a neighbor. It's a high class neighborhood, mm, and, very. and so it's not like they're not gonna have cameras around. They had cameras. I feel bad for the kid, um, because he was sent to the hospital after that. But overall, seven on seven football. Outside of that. Really fun stuff. We the oh, we the line the line group. Some really funny kids. We're uh we're gonna post a TikTok. We asked them a few a few questions, um, just to you know get them loose, have some fun. But overall, not bad. I think I might go to two more tournaments, and we'll see how it is. But yeah, just I wanted to end this episode with a little shout out to Coach T for giving us opportunity to hang out with his guys and watch some back basically select backyard football yeah it was a fun time it's fun weekend highly recommend it yeah just to go or yeah why not just go and watch some four star five star athletes you never know where these kids will end up exactly never know exactly so that is all for this episode for the bam sports podcast be sure to follow us on all of our social medias. Blake, what are our social medias? At BAM underscore sports pod on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Y'all go give us a follow. Y'all go give us a like. Y'all go give us a shout out. We really appreciate it. And we also really appreciate y'all tuning in and listening into this uh, decently long, decently long podcast. But I think that, that pretty much sums it up. That pretty much does it. But yeah, you know, we're we, it's grind season for this podcast. We, are, we got some big news coming in soon. We're, Make sure y'all stay tuned. Yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully all the stars align in our favor and we get some some good guys, uh, some big names. I'll, I'll say... No uh, spoilers, no spoilers. They're one of the three. They're, they play at least one of the three major sports. Yes. At, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah. Be sure to subscribe to the BAM Sports Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. See y'all.